0: I'm looking for similarities in the way troublemakers think. This is Steve St. Clair, co founder of Trouble Group. Join us as we learn from others who are shaking things up. Retailing is notorious for avoiding change, this makes them ripe for disruption. Here's an example. Remember RFID? Yeah, I don't remember it either. It was supposed to give retailers unprecedented visibility into their supply chain and inventory management and all sorts of other great things. It still hasn't been fully adopted. According to AccuMetrics, implementation of the full system is only 4% to 8% industry-wide. My guest today is John Ricci, CEO of DaneOvation, a tech company who's helping retailers fix something they didn't know is broken. They've invented a way to use the IoT to bring labels on store shelves into the 21st century, enabling retailers to automate labeling, pricing, product information, and promotions in real time. And just in case you think they're just in retail, the retail sector is just the beginning. Welcome, John. How are you? I'm looking forward to this one. This is a cool product and a cool company. So, John, let's start with a little personal information, some background. Tell us about your your past here.
1: So I've been a creative guy, designer, industrial guy, production guy in um, static pricing and retail and industrial design for over 35 years going on 40. I started Dana Industries in 1993. Dana Industries is um, home of the world's best engineered shelf talker. We specialize in the eight foot section in a grocery store, uh, the four foot section, eight foot down, specifically on the shelf shelf. Blades, wobblers, danglers, shelf talkers, anything visual, anything graphic to do with pricing is something that we have we produce, we design in-house. We have print machines, et cetera, and all kinds of cool uh, heat bending and dying kidding, um abilities, and we create as much as we uh, manufacture. So we've been wearing the retail landscape for 30 years, working with some of the biggest retailers in North America, up until now, it's been status quo with pricing strategies at the shelf. It's it's a world of paper tags, handwritten signs, as it was ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, forty years ago. Nothing's ever changed. So, whereas we're as much as we're producers and manufacturers and designers, we're also consultants, listening to our customers and. They're always looking for something new, something different. You know, what is there different out there? What, what can you what can you offer us? What's coming? What show me something different? We started playing around with DSLs, which we call digital smart labels. Um, I'd say four or five years ago, but we perfected things two years ago when we um, incorporated Day innovation. It was October 2018. Fast forward, we'd had some great successes. We became a public company four weeks today, I believe. So we're very proud of that fact.
0: Yeah, I saw that. That's uh, saw that on your website. So, John, what's the current state of paper labeling? How broken is it?
1: Like I started saying, so it's, it's uh, here's the world. You're going to change SKUs. It involves paper, ink, toner, labor, and it's a lot of time, a lot of pre-planning. It's a, it's a world of... Perforated paper, um, a lot of hands uh, on shelves on a daily basis, a world of file managers, a world of inaccurate pricing, products being missed, um, expired items, inventory issues. Like I said, nothing's changed in 30 years. This is how it's always been done. Like ticker tapes, perfect paper. It's just, it's just, it's just a very tedious task. And as companies have gotten bigger, and it's a very competitive marketplace. Uh, nothing's changed and nothing's, nothing has been out there that would give you a competitive edge and a competitive advantage to your competitors up until now.
0: You chose to launch in retail. Paint a picture of me for how this worked for isle 24 I really admire that company. And tell us a little bit about, I mean, it's clear that they're innovators, so I'm sure they, they were drawn to this.
1: L24 is basically a totally cashless um, store and there's actually nobody in the store. So we have digital smart labels that enhances the whole experience of shopping in an L24. It's tap and go, no cashiers, no one in the store. And it's very state of the art, similar to where the the Amazon Go stores are going, coming down the Amazon Fresh stores. It's in university type areas where you get a lot of uh, university students that it's just a, a real quick way of, of making your purchases. And it's just varied for, for a lot of tech savvy customers. It's the ideal situation um, or the shop. I mean, that's the one extreme uh, on, the, uh, on, the, uh, on the retail scale of what you can do with digital smart label systems. And they're, they're way out there with that.
0: Let's talk about the wider opportunities. Localized information everywhere in the real world that to my mind can and should be changed and updated with zero human touch. If I start to, after we had our initial talk, I couldn't turn my brain off because I'm so excited about the opportunities here. Your market is potentially huge.
1: Yeah, so it, uh, it's a very good question. So when we started this whole thing. Um, actually, our service vehicle, which is parked outside, we have automate your pricing. So we uh, uh, the, the obvious um, market, Initially, as was grocery retail, um, grocery retail changes prices, you know, uh, once twice a week. They would, they would change it more, but it's very costly um, uh, uh, venture to do that. So we originally thought automate pricing. So we hit retail grocery and retail stores. It's morphed into as we get into it and as we have uh, customers calling us into automate information at the shelf. So now we're into um, healthcare where we're automating. Patient records and patient information for aftercare facilities, for example, for doctors with an icon-based system utilizing DSLs on the wall faceplate that has a room number, et cetera. We're automating workflows in warehouse and distribution centers. We're automating the workflow maintenance schedule for military equipment in various bases throughout North America, which was another interesting market for us. We're automating uh, pet records for animal shelters and adoption centers to to have uh, quick access to to a pet record, um, just like you would have a a person, but you know the pet record registration uh, for the adoption process to be uh, a little bit bit smoother. Uh, We were contacted a couple days ago for a couple of high-tech manufacturing companies that want us to automate uh, machine records, uh, machine information, in real time, in conjunction with the production flow, utilizing DSLs at various parts of the manufacturing process. In this case, uh, this company had a couple of thousand pieces of equipment that they wanted us to monitor and update uh, information on a, on a regular basis. Uh, car dealerships, up- updating information on certain vehicles inside of showrooms, exterior uh, showrooms, parking lots, things like that. Um, working some exciting um you know, secretive uh, concepts where we could automate information in public, in public forums, in in bus stations, for example, in train stations, um, uh, uh, stadiums, whether it's hockey, football, baseball, basketball, automating information um, for consumers. So this whole automating information, giving quick access to information, is uh, is a big deal. What makes our product interesting? And uh, viable is that it doesn't require any wiring because we use a Bluetooth or wireless technology. So we could automate information across my my building right now into the back area without having to have any wires or plugs uh, into a wall. So we're able to go to a vast network doing that because of our technology.
0: Well, now, as, as you were going through all that, I was thinking that's a different build, or at least it has to be built partially custom for each vertical you're going after right
1: well that's that that gets into our the wide innovation in our model and, and who we are we, we uh we do our own engineering designing of our equipment in-house in our in our in our offices in in uh in toronto and canada uh, we might we we produce or we design our own software in our offices in canada we design custom solutions for our customers we're here for them we 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 keep a very open mind. We're not just offering our current product line. We we listen, and we've been given in the last three months challenges and oh, can you guys do this? And if you, if, you know a savvy business person knows what automating information or pricing would do for them, and they come to us asking, is it possible you can do X, Y, Z for us? And in most cases, we can. So we've got a dynamic team of software engineers that you know we, we work on exciting exciting things. Every day we have, a, you know, we spend 30, 40% of their time right now on, on R&D and, and enhancing our current products and developing new products uh, for the marketplace.
0: Great segue. Tell me a little more about your org chart. How did you structure Innovation for success?
1: I got a great team. I have uh, myself, my business partner, Frank Borges. We've had Data Industries for, like I said, 30 years. So I'm an operations guy and a sales guy. I've got Mike Tran. He's a CTO and he's a dynamic individual with a tech background, but he's hired a couple of dynamic software engineers. We've got two more coming. I've got a, a fantastic business manager. I've got a fantastic sales director. We've got a, a, an excellent team of, of people that we've had with us in our other business for a number of years, but our level of expertise is second to nobody. We have uh um, some great people behind us on the finance and, and some, uh, some great advisors, fantastic IR people, PR people. Um, we're just, we're, 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 set for success and we, we do what we say and say what we do. And, and we're in our office and we're ready to, to meet any challenge.
0: We've already covered this thing about pivoting or that. I was going to ask you, but I'm going to ask it anyway, according to Coresight research, Retail store closures were 8,741 um, in 2020, actually better than in 2019 when they tracked 9,832. So this, this um, moment in retail... Uh, which you're so perfect for, it hasn't wiped them all out. And a lot of the big box stores are still out there and the strong players. But I, I, you took me through all these other options. And I imagine that's your pivot strategy is to go wide, right?
1: Yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm hearing some uh, contra-information, uh, contradictory information with that. I know that stores are closing, but there's a lot of landlords who are, are well, I'm reading that, the interest in picking up units in, in malls, for example, is picked up, you know, if, you know, we live in this, you know, the, the new check mark in a box is the bad word of COVID, but you know, COVID has exposed us missing the experience of shopping in person. You know, we've, we, you know, we're all on shutdown and we do all of our online ordering, online shopping, which is great, but um, I think, and, and from what we're, we're hearing, there's a lot of consumers starved for um, face-to-face um, shopping. Once again, getting out there, going out, going into grocery stores, going into retail environments, you know, picking up product, buying it, taking it home, and get instant gratification. And we're prime. We're primed for that. Uh, we see we can help retailers stay competitive. I'm not saying it's it's uh, it's not tough out there, but uh, a good DSL system is is not going to replace people it's going to repurpose um, people and employees to do more important things in the stores like servicing customers and inventory management making sure products on the shelf but it's giving a more positive experience um, for the consumer and and works we're expecting that uh, it's going to come back into flourish i mean I, we're expecting that uh, customers want to get back out we're expecting people want to shop again in stores so, yeah, there's a downsizing going on. But, again, with the DSLs, when things do come back, you want to be ready. Operational, you want to be efficient. Um, you want to be clean, aesthetically pleasing. Um, offering uh, immediate um, price changes, information updates will be critical to making sure those customers come back in your store. So, you know, you want to be ready. So when they do come back, this is giving us a chance to do a, a kind of a refresh of your stores. What's new? Welcome back who this is who we are this is what our new store environment looks like and we're ready, we're ready to, uh, your cust- your, your, um, and we're ready to get your custom your your competence back and we're ready to service you in any way we can so i think it's an opportunity for retailers to, to gain back market share but it's up to retailers to, to you know to give the customers a reason to come back into stores pricing strategy is going to be important digital experience in stores there's you know big retailers right now are spending billions of dollars over the next five years to improve their digital presence in stores, consumer engagement, enhancing stores, interior real estate, refreshing stores. So they're looking long haul for this.
0: Great answer. So John, why you, why are you the right leader at the right time for this company?
1: We know there's this whole nationalistic globalistic thing going on right now. It's a competitive world. You know, we're, you know, you know, countries are fighting to keep, you know, their, their, their uh, population working and growing in different industries. And, you know, it's all about, you know, GOP and, you know, jobs and job loss, et cetera, et cetera. The innovation started in Canada. We're a North American based company. We're not, we're not uh, a company that's um, from another, you know, offshore and with distributors here. So, and there's nothing wrong with that model, but uh, my experience shows that, you know, what's what's important is understanding our customer and knowing your customer. I mean, right now we're you know, we're we're a transparent company. We want we want uh, potential customers and existing customers to know that we're here for them. You know, we know what we're doing, we have the confidence, we have experience in the industry. We like to tell everybody that we give you home field advantage when you work with Innovation. We protect uh, the servers. Um the the privacy information, everything that we can do in North America. We're, we're very, we're very uh, um, proud of the fact that we have, you know, a disaster recovery relief or or disaster recovery for our, our server base. So we're protecting information and we're keeping it and we're keeping it here Uh, working with us. You know, you'll know that you're working with a company that in most cases in the GTA we're we're down the street, we're 20 minutes away for companies in North America, a three hour flight to the West coast, 1 hour and a half to the east coast and we're there 24/7 chat line but we understand the market we understand our customers and we have credibility i've been in this business 30 years we've been in trade shows for 15 20 years customers know who we are you know we uh, you know what what defines you as a company is not what you brag about how great you are it's what happens when something goes wrong are you able to fix it are you willing to fix it and are you there for your customer? And, and are you there to support them? And I think we check off all those boxes and we're confident about that. You know, I like speaking about my company. I'm proud of my company. I'm proud of the people I work with and work with me and for me. Um, we you know, people are going to pick up the phone and, and, and track me down and I answer the phone. I mean, that's, that's, you know, and, I, and I'm a president CEO and, and, you know, I'm, I'm available. So, and I'm proud of that fact. And, and, and all my staff are available. We will answer questions, and you know we'll we'll make we'll make it a, a positive experience. And that's what makes us different because I don't think a lot of companies do that. They talk it, but it's one of these dream scenarios. So we can do this, or we do that. But we we live this, and, and I have experience doing this. And I, you know, we're not perfect. You know, I'll, I'll do these interviews, and you know, I'll sometimes I'll stumble, I'll talk too much, I'll go off topic. But we're we're real people here, and and like I'm real proud of that.
0: That's great. Tell me one one of the uh, things I loved when I first was checking you guys out is that video series. Can you tell us about that? Brilliant stuff.
1: Those are great. So I have uh, Catherine McGregor, Jonathan Richie, happens to be my son, and they're this. They come up with these crazy ideas of did it update our technology is really really good. We can do real cool things. We could we could update a tag in the bottom of a freezer across the the factory floor so we we have a series of i know they've done uh we have a they've done our piranha tank <laughs>
0: i didn't know they, i didn't so see that done. one that's great
1: yeah there's a, there's a piranha tank we've actually <laughs> updated it so there's, a, there's a dsl sitting in the bottom of our piranha tank we've got these six piranhas that we have this uh it's in our zen room and it's floating in the bottom and the price updates so it's pretty cool we've done um it's it's sitting in a I don't know one or two feet of dirt. We've done that one. I think there's a block of ice. Mm-hmm. We've got some real cool things planned. I know we're doing a uh, a drone. We're gonna be doing a, um, a race car, and I think we're gonna do uh, a range test and send them up in a helium balloon or something. But they're they're all, we're always thinking outside of the box. We you know we have uh, you know some you know real off the wall people here, but you know they they have fantastic ideas. And it's just to show how well our technology works. I mean, we we do it all in fun, but you know, you know, a range test where you you know that where we're going with that is you can have that tag anywhere in your store behind a skid, behind a metal wall, in a shelf. We update tags are sitting inside a, a dishwasher, hidden. That's how well our signal strength works. So it's it's it it it's, it is a reason why we do that. But we make it we make it fun. But we have a really really good product.
0: I think also that series answered the main question anyone's gonna have who's not comfortable necessarily with technology is does it work? And by taking it to extremes, you're highlighting how well it works. It's brilliant. Thanks. So take us through the future, John. What's it gonna look like out there?
1: The future, well, we wanna get we wanna be a big player in this industry. We want we wanna get, you know, major retailers. We wanna see we wanna see major rollouts. We want to see uh, technology where we're not just, you know, it's one thing to sell, sell the product to a retailer, but we want to, we want to provide the the shopping experience where the retailer is getting the benefits, but then so is the customer. So it's, so we want to have, we don't want to have the win-win. I mean, the retailer gets it, he becomes operationally efficient, uh, keeps employees there, keeps them doing the more important things, non-tedious tasks. We want cons- a customer to come in and be able to engage with the tag, with the store, with promotions, QR code codes, AR, um, just enhanced, you know, um, uh, reviews for products, for example, wine reviews, um, product reviews, cross-promoting brands in a store, picking up picking up a product and getting um, recommendations of what would go good with this product would be. You know, A, B, and C product, and, and bringing your customer around, walking him through the store. So you're getting your your the retailer is getting his maximum um, uh, uh, visibility with the customer inside the store, and the customer is getting a store that's you know learning to work with them and understanding him, and and you know creating a, a, a you know more positive shopping experience, knowing that the price points uh, on the on the shelf are accurate. You know, the more efficient a store gets and this is from experience, the more stable the prices are. I mean, a lot of stores, you know, a lot of stores, you know, I've worked in retail, you know, your prices increase, but it's not because a retailer is just increasing pricing. A loss and theft have a lot to do with why prices go up. Um, food loss, expired products, and managing inventory have a lot to do why, with why products go up. And in world events and you know, it's things you can't control with, with margins in, you know, certain crops at certain given times or shortages, et cetera. But that all—it's all part and parcel to why prices are where they are, why they're up sometimes and down sometimes. But if you have an efficient system working your store, you're probably more able to keep a steady line of, you know, marginally, you know, increasing prices if they have to, but you're not—you're not really uh, in a situation where you have that fluctuating price point. And again, the customer w- wins that one. And in knowing that when you're digital, customers know that you know, that price is current, you know, offering price matching, like every store does it. We match competitors' pricing, we match competitors' coupons. A lot of things you can do in the store just to give that consumer a little bit more of a um, you know, warm and fuzzy knowing that if I go to the store, I'm being treated fairly and pretty fair tr- uh, price points.
0: Yeah, it it meets the needs of all sides. I remember being in stores more than once where the, a customer comes up with two bottles of olive oil or something, and there's two different prices on it. It it's embarrassing for the store. Naturally, the customer wants the lowest price bottle. So,
1: in a lot of stores, that's free. Oh, in some price, but so I mean, we we our system works with their POS system, so you're going to have less of that. I mean, we want the price. The price on the shelf is the price you pay. At the cash register and just no discrepancy. That's a big deal.
0: John, I've been enamored with the technology that you've been talking about. However, I also suspect there's a very important component of your business that's consultative with your, with your clients, right?
1: We look forward to uh, being around a real long time and, and growing with uh, customers that you know want to give us a call. We answer our phones real fast and we do demos. We do zoom demos. We'll come out to see you. Uh, we got lots of, lots of cool things planned because it's our own software. We're developing all kinds of enhanced features for our products that will be, um, press released in the next few months. So we have a lot of, a lot of great things planned. Um, we're public. We're on the CSE under uh, stock symbol DVN. Uh, we're very proud of that fact. We've had some really good people behind us and uh, we look forward to, uh, being around a real long time and, and growing with uh, customers that you know want to give us a call, we answer our phones real fast, and we do demos. We do Zoom demos. We'll come out to see you. Uh, we got lots of lots of cool things planned because it's our own software. We're developing all kinds of enhanced features for our products that will be um, press released in the next few months. So we have a lot of a lot of great things planned.
0: I just have one final question. You mentioned that Piranha Tank. So when the whole test is done, who has to put their hand down in there and fetch the... <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. Drop your keys. Drop your keys in the tank. Whoever wants to leave early, just get your keys up. And, and,
0: uh... Love it. To learn more about John Reese and Dainovation, go to Danavation.com. From there, you can see their investor relations page and follow them on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. John, thank you. This is a pleasure. Lots of great information
1: great time i really appreciate it
0: this has been a trouble group podcast learn more about us at troublegroup.com if you're a troublemaker and want to be on the podcast email us at steve at troublegroup.com